Orlando, guess what? Challenge Mania is coming to you live on Saturday, June 30th at the Challenge Throwdown event. Wait, don't you mean before the Challenge Throwdown event? Nope. After? Nope. At the Challenge Throwdown event. Derek and I will be emceeing the entire event and we'll be bringing cast members out, introducing them to you guys and doing live interviews with them on stage throughout the day. And the best part, the ticket price remains the same. You get a Challenge Throwdown and a Challenge Mania Live for the price of one ticket. Head to challengethrowdown.com slash events or challengemania.live to go right to the ticket page today. That's Saturday, June 30th in Orlando, Florida. I'll be there. I'm coming and get some D. What's up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here with another edition of Challenge Mania. And I know you came for D, but he's not here. No, I'm just kidding. You didn't come for me. You came for D. So on the line right now, he doesn't live in a trailer, but he was sure in that trailer last night for the final reckoning. And I know he's watched it about 15 times, just like I have. Mr. Derek Kaczynski, what's up, dude? I, I really only watched it two, two times because... Uh, I knew that Kayla was coming on and I wanted to like be able to talk about it if we got into the trailer and you know a few things I've got in my mind you know you know Kayla's pushing somebody Kayla's crying uh, some guy's screaming except you you screen grabbed it and he looks like we solved that we solved that mystery and, you can go on Twitter and find and, out who's screaming while he's peeing and, uh, and and you know it looks like we may have some mercenaries making their way out because they're not who are they if they're not in the cast yeah, you that's I mean? interesting. Some that's I think people. the headline making the headline making news from the trailer, besides the fact that they once again used a clip of you and Joss from Vendettas, um, is that they showed Corey and Devin, and they showed Ashley and Hunter, neither of which are on the the cast sheet. However, they haven't really shown us who Johnny's partner is because I mean they they didn't. I mean, to be honest with you, I didn't even see Johnny on screen. So, you know, we don't know what's going on. We don't know if they're mercenaries. We don't know if they're being added as teams because that's the other thing is that, like, this is a team challenge. So when you see people come out as a team, you wonder, are they a team mercenary? Are they an added team? How's that going to work? So I think that was the most newsworthy thing um, in the trailer. Tori had some great lines in there. Um, I think she had one that was clearly written for her that was like, man, if Dirty 30 was 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 good and Vendettas was crazy, what the heck's the final reckoning going to be and they were like perfect and cut that'll be in the trailer but uh shouts to tori for being all over that thing um what'd you think of the trailer overall did it did it wet your palate wet your appetite um, a little bit you know what i i i think the first time i i saw it it gave me it gave me some like goosebumps a little bit you know but like you know just just you know not feeling like i'm, I'm totally part of the whole thing really makes me feel like i can speak freely about it you know so it's kind of more like a fun thing to me like i can kind of joke about it and have fun with it rather than be like serious and like remember the last time like we were all like secretive and i saw you in the trailer and blah 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 i mean you did see me in this trailer again but as a highlight that was a high just to clarify before the conspiracy theorists start going nuts that was a highlight from you and joss you are not in this trailer to the best of our knowledge you are not in this show i know that's what we said to him last time that's the problem that's what we said last time well well hopefully that you know when they introduce joss back to the 
back to the final reckoning. You know, they show the clip where I'm like, is that all you got? And he smashes me. I'll take that one. Yeah. I'll take it. There you go. You know? Uh, you guys are you guys are linked forever now, so I think you uh, should be rooting for Joss and, uh, and Sylvia. And I am, dude. I am rooting for Joss. Why? Why wouldn't I be rooting for him? I mean, dude, dude. This is he's he's a nice guy. He's dude. He's you know, what I mean, he's a he's a house. You know what I mean? So he's a house to be reckoned with. So I'm, I'm eager to see. You know how the uh, English bulldog does. You Look know? at you getting the plugs in. So you know, I don't want to say uh, too much about the trailer because we are going to do a full, a longer breakdown of the trailer over at our Patreon site. You can get there at Patreon.com/slash/ChallengeMania. I want to shout out some of our newer patrons. We have so many of them that I, I just want to clear it up right now and shout out our new patrons right now. This is going to take a while. Bear with us. But shouts to Staten Vermeer, Tim Sullivan, Mary Francis, Mary Beth Jameson. Casey, Sandy Destra, Robin Hall, Casey Bush, Will Pollock, Fabian, Caitlin Rocks, you do rock, uh, Caitlin, uh, Raquan Bennett, Tyrone Graham, Latoya Maez, Stacy Boone, Dave Woodley, Sarah, just one name, Sarah, like Madonna, Liz Lovell, uh, Carrie Curtis, Zachary Vaughn, Lindsay Fonte, uh, nice name, that's my wife's name, Lindsay. Brandy Davis, that's not my wife, that's another Lindsay. <laughs> I just want to clarify, my wife is not a is not a patron. Um, she doesn't need to be. I'm sure she would be. No, anyway. but no, but she is an otter. She is an otter, and she uh, she will be in Orlando. More on that in a, in a few. Uh, Catherine Ketter, Randa Brown. I told you it's a lot. Rhonda Brown, Randa Brown, Sarah Lynn Fletcher, Alex Kevin Mirren, Dawn Huey, Melissa Heaton, Jackie Marie, Nick Namath. That's all I'm going to go with now because that's a long list, but I wanted to get all you guys your shout-outs. We can't thank you enough, some of our newer patrons over at patreon.com slash challengemania. And that's where we're keeping these podcasts here on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, wherever you get your Challenge Mania every week. We're keeping these 100% free, these long-form cast interviews with the likes of Kayla and Cara Maria and uh, and Luis and Rogan and everyone we've got on recently, The Miz. Those are going to keep being 100% free for you guys, and that's because of our patrons. And to reward our patrons, we do bonus content over at the patreon.com slash challengemania site, and that's where you're going to hear our our longer breakdown of this trailer. Because let's be honest, we got Kayla Casillas or Casillas. She likes to say Casillas. I, I say Casillas. I'm an old-school guy in that way. Um, Kayla Casillas is on the line, and I know you guys want to hear from her, so we're going to be talking about the trailer over at the Patreon if you want to hear that and all the bonus content we offer over there, including our Meet the Patron series. Go check it out. D, before we get to Kayla, I think everybody heard it at the top of the podcast. It's just been announced. You and I will be down in Orlando for the Challenge Throwdown event. We are hosting the deal. That's right. Uh, We're not doing a Challenge Mania Live. The Throwdown is during the day, which is when we would have done a Challenge Mania Live. So instead, you and I are going to be the MCs for the afternoon over at Howl at the Moon in Orlando. And we're going to be doing Challenge Mania Live-style interviews throughout the evening. You and I are going to be checking in with the cast, introducing them, bringing them up on stage. They can say hello to the crowd. People can ask some questions. We'll ask them some questions, some banter. We don't know how it'll go. We don't know how rowdy it's going to be, but we're excited to bring Challenge Mania Live in some form to Orlando, the most magical place on earth. Can we can we uh, get like Kara like a like a championship belt and give her that like while we're there? Uh, yeah, it depends what uh, like championship stage? belt because some of these things are like six hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Gonna have to hit up Mike Demis for that. I think um, you know somebody who might be able to make but, that happen. Except he'll come in with like here, a twenty percent discount code, and that'll still be four hundred dollars. And one important thing that that we didn't touch on the last podcast, man, it was uh, it was DM's birthday yesterday. So I want to, you know, I want to. 
Uh, Should we sing happy birthday? I know we sang happy birthday at the DL. Johnny led that, of course. But now, you know, you and me right here, should we sing happy birthday to DM right here on Challenge Mania? I think is everyone that's in the car listening to us right now and in the office saying happy birthday to DM? I think where everyone is right now, they're going to stop what they're doing. And no matter how absurd it looks, whether in their office, walking down the street, at the gym, they're going to sing along with us. All right. Uh, All right. Everyone, as loud as you can in the office and in your cars. Ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear DM. Happy birthday to you. We miss you, D, and we're still thinking about you. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're doing these events, you know, to hopefully continue raising money for uh, your organization, MedGift. And uh, we know you're watching up there. And sometimes we do actually feel your presence. So um, I went through a tough time yesterday or, and today. So and uh, I kind of I felt your spirit. And that's uh, that's 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 real. That's not just me saying it because I'm doing it on a podcast. I'm literally saying it to you. So um, we haven't forgotten about you. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Sorry, I zoned out there. No, dude, um, don't don't so now. And you look, and Orlando is the next Throwdown event. And uh, look, Challenge Mania, throw, Challenge Throwdown, they are separate entities, of course. But we are we are bringing our services as MCs, as hosts, as as podcasters to that Challenge Throwdown. We're uh, gonna we're have tra- the mic. We're yeah, gonna have the mic. Exactly, and we're gonna we're gonna see how it goes. And hopefully, it, what it does is it brings a live show feel to the event and added dynamic. You're already going to to enjoy your cocktails and meet your favorite Challenge stars and get your selfies and get your stuff signed and stuff like that. So now the added component is you're going to get to hear from these folks too live on the mic. Uh, we'll try to get some questions in from you guys. We'll have some questions prepared and we'll be talking to different cast members throughout the afternoon and uh, it should be a really fun time. Who, and here's who, the who best knows, part. Who, who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll talk Hunter, Hunter and uh, Nelson and to stripping down in, in their underwear and and uh, putting baby oil on themselves and doing a wrestling match right there in front of everybody. Who knows? Right. Who knows? Who knows? That might happen. But guess what? The ticket price is not changing <laughs> at all. And you can go to challengethrowdown.com slash events or... I set up the hyperlink. Challengemania.live is, is alive and open, and you can just go to challengemania.live, and it takes you directly to the purchase page for the Orlando event. So if you want to skip going to challengethrowdown.com, going to events, clicking on Orlando, ch- clicking on the tickets, boom, I hyperlinked it. If you just go to challengemania.live, you can get tickets to the event, um, and there's a lot of different packages. You can get the escape room and the VIP and the meet and greet and all that stuff. But guess what? Every single one of them comes with Challenge Mania Live because we're doing it at the throwdown. And uh, I'm excited. My wife Wife's excited. Lindsay's coming. She's going to help out. We're going to bring some Challenge Mania merch down with us. So um, Lindsay the Otter will be in the house, and we're hoping to maybe get to check out Universal Studios while we're there. It's going to be a fun weekend, June 30th, Orlando, Florida. Um, D, I got to mention, man, when you were up here in New York recently, I your you have your teeth are fantastic, by the way. Uh, my buddy, he uh, just opened up a, a practice over here in Morgantown, West Virginia. If you guys are in Morgantown, West Virginia, I mean, he's really like the best human I, I know um and yeah he takes care of me dentally is that a word dentally no um, he's at a tlc dental and he's got in hand in hand it's called super kid dental so um today he was given free uh free cleanings for the kids and uh there's superheroes all over on the kid's side with like ipads and of course 
you know, the adults can go to the other side, but it's kind of like a, a hybrid of both. And uh, shout out to my guy at Dr. David Martino on uh, Instagram uh, at David at Dr. David Martino. And that's uh, uh, TLC Dental and Super Kid Dental in uh, Saberton or Morgantown, West Virginia. Very nice. You've got some nice shiners on you, D, I yeah, got to say. And if, you, and if you watch closely, I'm on one of those billboards on Green Bag Road. Uh, how many people are really listening to us from uh, this area? Good amount. Know. But look, have your wife take the picture when you drive by the billboard. Do not try to take a photo of the billboard while you're driving. We do not condone that. Have your wife or whoever's in the passenger seat do that for you. Because I know you're going to be driving through West Virginia. You're going to see D on a billboard. You're going to reach for the phone. Got to get the photo. Got to tweet it to Scott and D over at Shotty Yeager on Twitter, at Derek MTV on Twitter. Don't do that, guys. Have your passenger take the photo. We know it's glorious seeing D on a billboard, but just safety first, guys, and buckle up, everybody. Um, speaking of buckling up, let's buckle up and get ready for Kayla. Guys, thank you so much for subscribing and rating and reviewing on iTunes. I haven't said it in a while. Go and give us a review if you like Challenge Mania, if you enjoy our interviews here and you appreciate the fact that they are 100% free. Give us a five-star review. That would help us. We really appreciate it. Drop us a few lines of feedback, too. All is great in that regard. Facebook.com slash Challenge Mania podcast, and we're going to be giving away one of those posters over at the Facebook group coming up soon so make sure you sign up there that's where we also take questions we announce guests over at the facebook group i mentioned it on twitter it's at shot of jaeger at derek mtv same deal on instagram except i'm at jaeger underscore scott let's do it man let's get to kayla casillas as she lets me know at the end of this podcast she calls herself i, I thought i was getting street cred by connor casillas going you know with the pronunciation correct you know the correct pronunciation there but uh I stand, I stand corrected here. It's uh, According to her, it's Casillas. So, Kayla Casillas, everybody, let's get to her. The question is, is it purple hair or blue hair? Ladies and gentlemen, on the line right now, we know she came in fourth on Vendettas. We do not know where she finishes on Champs vs. Stars due to the good old-fashioned cliffhanger, and we know that she just finished The Staircase on Netflix. Ladies and gentlemen, one of our first-ever guests on Challenge Mania, it has returned, Miss Kayla Casillas. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you? What's up, Kayla? How are you? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing this lovely morning? And it's a little earlier here because I'm in Vegas. So it's like 11 a.m. I literally just woke up. So I'm Skyping you from the comfort of my bed. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm excited for you all to see what happens on the rest of Champs for Stars. I actually, like, loved this season. I had so much fun filming it and even more fun watching it. Yeah, we've had a string of cast members on the show recently. We just had uh, Shane. We had Luis. We had, obviously, Mike, who's the host, but was there for every step of the way here. And I think Dee and I both realized a couple episodes into this season this, that this was not your standard spinoff champs versus stars that this had a little bit more to it um you've obviously had some fun and been able to make it all the way down through the end here you had a great last episode um i think somebody had a great tweet saying that's why i don't skip leg day with you flipping your team member over on that big box and uh, a great showing there but talk about what made it work and jive for you because for us it was this nice mixture of stars who maybe didn't jump off the cast page when you first looked at them but really you know begin to began to gel and fit in their personality 
personality-wise with you guys and get their hands dirty a little bit. So talk about what that dynamic was for you with them and how they compared to the average challenge folk that you deal with on a, on a uh, uh, typical challenge. Yeah, so uh, because I've never done a Champs for Stars before, it's hard for me to compare um, – and on, on, to be quite honest, I had never watched Champs for Stars before. Like, I didn't watch the first and second season. But, of course, because I'm around a lot of challengers, I kind of heard a lot of things about what it used to be like on the, on the first two. And I don't know. For me, I feel like these stars this season were more in it than usual. Like, on Champs vs. Pros, they those pros kind of were there and they wanted to compete, but it wasn't like, I don't know, as competitive, I guess. But with this Champs vs. Stars, I feel like almost all of the stars really wanted to be there and they really wanted to win. And I was impressed by that because it made it more fun for me. Um, Little Mama was spicy. So was Salida. Um, Brooke Hogan, I just had so much fun being there and Louise and Casper, as much as I hate them, <laughs> um, they, they really wanted to be there and compete hard also. So I just had a lot of fun with that competitive aspect. And if, if they didn't uh, like put all of that effort in, it wouldn't have been as entertaining or as fun. Hey, so, so I'm guy, both, maybe both of you guys can answer this question. I, I'm not a big, uh, uh, Drake and Josh guy. It was a little bit past <laughs> my time, but I can, but I, but me and my son watch the show every now and or watch, you know, the cha- chance for starts together every now and then. And I go to him, I'm like, yo D do you know, do you watch Drake and Josh? Have you watched? So he's like, yeah, I do. And I, I know the show. So like, how long ago was it that this guy was act was like a, a child character? I mean, has it been that long? Cause he looks a little bit older. Can you guess something what the show's even about? Drake and Josh was like, well, specifically Drake was like every girlhood crush. I think, um, when I was probably in like middle school, maybe. So it was a while ago. But he, I think, started on a show called The Amanda Show. And then he did a couple episodes of all that. And then they gave him and his friend Josh his own show. Um, And that was back, like, in the 90s, maybe early 2000s. But I loved that show. It was just kind of like a little sitcom about him and his brother. And it was like a little, like, comedy thing. It was a cute show. Yeah, I think what's funny is it's a perfect example of how, you know, we're, you know, when you look at it on paper, Kayla, we're not that much older than you. But then, like, <laughs> when it comes to TV shows, when you kind of miss, like, we were probably, uh, you know, a few years older than the target audience for that. And once you hit that, like, cool zone of, like, I don't watch kids' shows, you, like, tune out. So you don't even hear yeah. by, because once you stop watching Nickelodeon, you're not seeing a commercial for a Nickelodeon show while you're watching a football game. So, like, you just don't. <laughs> don't know what's going on with the iCarly's and the, you know, whatever Hillary Duff's Lizzie McGuire's of the world. Cause you're like, <laughs> I'm too cool for that. You know what I mean? Um, totally. I, I listen to matchbox 20 now or whatever. And so, <laughs> so D and I missed that, but it was right in your wheelhouse. And now flash forward to you're all grown up on a show competing with Drake bell. And he's now so far removed from that, that he thinks it's crazy that you were a kid watching his show. I think this all came into, uh, into perspective when I announced Mark long at our, 
our uh, Challenge Mania Live at Caroline's, and Mark Long did uh, Road Rules in 1995, which, correct me if I'm wrong, Kayla, I think my math is right here. I announced him by saying, you were on the show in 95 where the number one movie in the in the world was Toy Story. The number one sh- uh, song was Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. Kayla was three years old. Hunter was <laughs> two years old. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mark Long. So you were three years old when Road Rules started. And yes. I think that puts us all in this perspective here because like D and I, like we were, you know, obviously when Road Rules started, we were in, you know, probably middle school or something like that. And then you have like a guy like Mark Long, who was literally the franchise of the show. Then flash forward, you're a franchise of the show now competing alongside with a guy that you grew up, you know, maybe he was on your lunchbox. I don't know. Drake Bell here. So <laughs> let's go into that little relationship there because I know that you have a guy at home, Mr. Mikey P, who isn't on the show with us today, but was on the show the first time you appeared. And you guys seem to be going strong. However, there was a little bit of on-screen chemistry between you and Drake. I think you played into it jokingly. And I'm sure you were texting your boo in between shoots because on Champs versus Stars, you get to keep your phone. So I'm sure you're letting them know, hey, I just shot this segment. We kind of called it a date, wink, wink. But talk about that and how, how you had some fun with that and kind of playing with that quote-unquote crush you used to have on him. And whether that would have been even possible if you guys were in the jungle somewhere where you couldn't be like, letting your boo know, hey, just to let you know, you're going to see this on TV, and it's all a joke. Um, yeah, it was it was playful, and those little things that you guys see, what you don't understand is we don't, I wouldn't have been sitting there if production wasn't like, hey, Kayla, you and Drake need to have a conversation today on camera. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wasn't just going and eating dinner with Drake for no reason. Wait, you guys all don't have, like, one-on-one dinner meetings at the Jamaican Inn on the corner of La Cienega <laughs> at, like, 6 p.m. every night? Because that's what it seems like, that you guys are always eating at the same hotel restaurant at the same time every day in groups of three or two. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, yeah. So they send out, like, a little schedule, and they're like, on the schedule, it gives you a time that you need to be downstairs at the bar or wherever you need to be and with the person. So it's very specific of who you need to have conversations with and who's going to be there type thing. Because, like, if not, since we're all staying in our own hotel rooms, we would all just hide up in our hotels and never see each other. They would never have any footage. Right. You know well, what this I is, mean? is kind of like, so. it seems like kind of forced speed dating in a, will, in a way, obviously on a platonic and a gameplay level, but they're kind of like letting you know, hey, we think you're kind of due for a strategy meeting with so-and-so, you know? Totally. And you're just like, you know, maybe I am. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, Drake and I would have never, ever had an on-camera conversation if they wouldn't have made us because I don't have anything to talk to Drake about, even though he's my partner. So, like, I, um, yeah, so that was a conversation that um, I had to be downstairs for. And, of course, like, I grew up in that era of Drake and Josh, like we were talking about. So, uh, yeah, of course, I'm going to, like, play into, like, holy shit, I'm literally sitting at a table right now with Drake bell who i watched growing up on nickelodeon like that's so insane to me even now it's like weird to think about and i know that i know him as a person now so it's really not that big of a deal but like when i was a little kid i would have never thought i'd be sitting there like what the heck 
Do you, do you feel that way about anyone on the challenge? Like, I mean, I know, I forget last time we spoke about this, I think like, I, I forget how much of a fan you were of the show, but is there anyone just on your level as a typical challenge competitor that you felt that way when you, you know, sat across from say a CT or a Veronica for the first time, or do those people not kind of read on a celebrity level the same way as like someone like a Drake Bell who was on Nickelodeon or Disney Channel when you're like eight or nine? Is that a different type of sort of viewer celebrity relationship? Yeah, I'd say it's a little bit different, but I do find myself sometimes sitting, except for you, Derek, of course, obviously. Uh-huh. Every time I'm sitting next to you, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm sitting next to Derek. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, no, but I do find myself sometimes like we're about to line up to do something on the, on the show or we're on the bus or I'm just sitting in my bed in my bunk bed in the house and just being like, damn, this is so crazy that I'm here right now. You know, like it's not, it's not just like a specific person that I think that about, but definitely the situation for sure. Like I'll sit back and be like, this is crazy that I'm here right now. Like competing on a freaking challenge. Like that's so weird. So you weren't starstruck at all when you first saw Shane Landrum, because I mean, he's such a self-made celebrity, especially in comparison (laughs) to Casper. I would think you'd be shivering being even in his presence. Okay. Leave, leave Shane alone. I love Shane. (laughs) No, leave him alone. We just got him out of jail. What are you talking about? He threw himself under the bus for that. He was like, I cannot believe I said, and I quote, I'm a celebrity in my own right to this guy. Who's like this fantastic dancer. And of course does have a little bit of notoriety. So he called himself out for that. Um, so I'm just messing <laughs> with him. He knows he's extra. And what's great is we can talk shit about him now because he can't tweet at us for another five days. So, right. guys, let's get it in now. <laughs> I cannot believe he got banned for tweeting at IHOP. Like, that is my ultimate, like, dream come true. Like, something that I want happening to me. Because if I'm ever going to get banned from Twitter, I hope it's something as dumb as that. <laughs> Yeah, with all the people yep. he messes with, it's like when he came for the batter, that's when when he came yeah. for the pancakes, that's when they yeah. came calling. Um, and it's poor, funny that the example. Kyle. Yeah. Remember when Shane went off on Kyle about his fake hair plugs and stuff? Like, oh, yeah. that was insane. He, like, changed his banner and everything to Kyle's forehead. And then now he's getting freaking banned for tweeting at IHOB. <laughs> And you know what? And you know, what? I don't even think he got in trouble for that, but he's apparently gotten in trouble for like four or five other things. He's like on the terror, Twitter terror watch list right now. I'm serious. Yeah, I don't want to quote him, but the example he used for like the first warning he got, he was like, yeah, I was just talking back and forth with this fan I have who's become a friend over the years. And I like lovingly said I wanted to stab him in the intestines and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And then he goes, but I didn't mean it like in a murder way. I meant it like a sex way. And Derek and I are just like, are just like, did that work? Is it? He's like, yeah, that worked. But then when I said I wanted to kill IHOP, they were like, there's a, there's a pattern here. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. But okay. hashtag free Shane, everybody. Um, <laughs> free Shane. Let's, let's talk about your uh, relationship with some of these uh, stars. And you mentioned not really liking Louise and Casper. They're two of the ones who have gotten, I think, a little bit of credit from people online and then obviously from Dee as well and myself for, you know, really bringing three-dimensional characters to this season of the show and not being a one-dimensional quote-unquote star or pro just kind of going out there to win, win, win. Um, and, you know, that's why a lot of people have wondered, hey, could they, should they? 
they do a full-on season? People have questioned that about Brooke. I haven't heard anyone ask whether Drake should do a full-on season, and that might be personality-based. You can tell me. But who did you connect with among the stars? Who do you still talk to? Who are you excited to see at that reunion? Are you going to the reunion? All that stuff. Um, well, first of all, um, I, I want to start off by saying I did not like – Luis and Casper at all, but it's because they were on the opposite side. Like it's not, I say, I hate them in, in the nicest way possible. You know what I mean? Like they just didn't, weren't playing for my team and they were trying to make all my friends go home. So that's why, but I do respect them as game players. And I, I think that they were really good for the show. And I, I do appreciate how hard they worked and how much they wanted to be there. But at the same time, do I think that either of them would ever do well on a real challenge? Hell no. They would get Ooh, eaten. No, no, no. They would get eaten alive. Both of them. So, um, no, I don't think that, that they should uh, be on a regular season, but who knows? And same with, same with Brooke. I mean, Brooke's too sweet. I think that she would, she would, yeah, no. It would be bad because she's super sensitive and super sweet. And um, everyone on the challenge, the regular seasons is quite the opposite of that. I think she would get her feelings hurt a lot. Um, but what else, what, what else were you saying? No, <laughs> like, I mean, do you, who do you I, I like think, and who do you still talk to if uh, anybody? And yeah, oh, um, I talked to, I talked to Brooke uh, probably once a week or so. Um, surprisingly Lil Mama and I are cool. Uh, but aside from that, I don't really talk to any of the stars, just the champs. Um, we are still in a group chat. I still talk to them. I love all of them. And if I could ever do another champ season again, and if they replicated that cast, I would be super happy because we just had so much fun. Kayla, do you know if any of those guys like have anything else going on? Like, is there another like, like Brooke knows best coming up or Hogan knows best with Brooke? I think she has something about to happen with CMT. Don't, once again, don't call me on this either. Sure. But I think she has something happening where she's doing a show where she's like managing wrestlers or something. Um, Casper's a, he's a personal trainer in California and Louise, I know that she does some like reality TV shows and stuff in the UK. She just did one while we were filming Champs vs. Stars. So I think she just kind of stays on that reality TV train. But I don't know what she has going on. How do they do that, Kayla? When are you going to move over and do something else? Yeah, so I'm working on that. Ah. I, <laughs> I love the challenge and I want to continue doing it, but... It's scary, and I'm sure that you know, Derek, because, like, it, it's not ever a guaranteed thing. Like, you're kind of just waiting around hoping that you get the phone call. And nowadays, when there's so many other girls from, like, Bad Girls Club and Big Brother and whatever else, it's kind of like, damn, my end could be near and I have no idea. So I have to start kind of, like, looking out for myself and figuring out, well, once that last phone call comes, what's next and how can I use – what I've already done and the platform that I have to, uh, like make something else happen, you know? So trying to figure that out now, I just got a publicist. So she's trying to help me out. Uh, we'll see. I have some things in mind, but I don't know. So, so let me ask you this. When does someone from our, from our world get pulled into one of these survivors or big brothers or whatever 
because that's something that really hasn't been done because you've seen all of these transfers, but, but they're good for the show. Like, and Natalie's great for the show. You know, I'm hearing Paulie's gonna Paulie's gonna be a nice a nice addition, but he just went to X on the beach, which is a, a you know a little bit more than like the challenge. You know what I mean? I even feel like X yeah, on the but beach th- is a little bit crazier than the challenge. The thing about Big Brother is that I feel personally, this is just my own feelings, that they're just different. Like when you're having a conversation with someone from Big Brother, they act differently than people who have been casted for MTV shows. And I think it's because Big Brother is more of a strategic game. So they cast for that. They cast people that are maybe not nerdier, but like more, um, I don't know. I just feel like they're more socially awkward. They're not the same. They're not as um, extroverted. They don't party like we do. It's just different. So having them in the house changes everything up because they aren't like us. They're not us, you know? I don't know if that makes sense. So without giving away too much uh, about your experiences with him on the show, um, because, you know, July 10th, everybody, but when we mentioned or when Dee mentioned Paulie, you seem to, I think I I heard you audibly gag or something like that. So (laughs) what what are your opinions on him? Because, I mean, say what you will about him, but what you just said about the big brother, people kind of feeling canned and socially awkward, to me, the short time we spent with him recently here in New York, like he didn't seem necessarily awkward. He actually did kind of have that extroverted vibe to him. And from what we're hearing and reading on the internet, he seemed to, uh, I don't know, get it in, if you will. So, t- so talk about that and, and what your opinion of him as a person is, whatever you can say without giving too much away, because uh, I think yeah, I heard but, you gag there. But the thing about Paulie is, though, that he wasn't originally on Big Brother. He got casted to be on Big Brother because his older brother was on Big Brother. Ooh. So, yeah, so that's why he's... Le- so the basically, way he, he got on Big Brother because of his big brother. That's funny. Anyway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure of that. I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure that his brother is older than him and that he was on, like, the season or two before him. So, Polly wasn't uh, originally casted, his brother was. So, but anyways, he, so he's um, an exception to this big brother personality thing. I, yeah, they just are different. And I think that anyone would agree with me on our show that they just, you can tell when you're having a conversation with them that they are not casted by the same casting directors that they are just, there's something different about them. But, um, yeah, no, Polly, I, I never had a, pop, a problem with Polly at all, but him and I got into an argument, uh, I think like two or three days ago on Twitter over, because I was just making a point that he's kind of a dirt bag. So like, he didn't like that very much, but I was just saying how I felt about the situation and him hooking up with Kara and, him cheating on his girlfriend and all of that. So what'd you think of that whole PR blast and how that was, that was handled? Cause the internet sort of went uh, a little bit crazy for a few days with that. Yeah. I just think it's shitty. I mean, the reason that I was upset and the reason that I even said anything at all is because first of all, after I threw that luggage, um, last season, Kaylee's luggage, car Maria was the very first person to, stand up and be like, that's so mean. These girls are mean girls, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my God, she was like disgusted with me because of it. And that's fine, whatever, have those feelings. She's probably not wrong about that. But now I'm looking at social media and she is 
deliberately posting things, laughing, giggling, holding his hand and being like, no one has to know. Oh my God, like whatever, like rubbing it in everyone's faces that she's hooking up with someone who has a girlfriend. And to me, that's shitty. That's what a shitty person does. And I'm sorry, but if you're going to call me a mean girl, I'm going to be the first one to stand up and be like, you're a mean girl. You know, like that's not a cool thing to do, to rub it in everyone's face. Literally dating or hooking up with someone who has a girlfriend and going online like I'm single, yo. Yeah, you might be single. That's fine. But that girl also has feelings. That girl is sitting at home probably crying right now. And you're being like, I'm single, yo. Like, that's disrespectful as fuck. I'm sorry. So. I just All right, I'm gonna jump in. That. I'm I'm gonna jump in here and do do what any other reality TV cast member would do, and is and condone both Kayla's and Kara's bad behavior. Okay, can you cue cue the circus music for me, real quick? <laughs> um, so t- speaking of the suitcase, you know, drama and stuff like that, like I, I, you know, in a world where like you know, bullying and that word is so like. Like, and we, and we did this at the challenge menu live and we kind of got into this a little bit too. And I, I, I didn't completely back up, you know, I, of course, bullying is wrong. Like, listen, guys, I got fucking hit on with a fucking golf cart with four people on my first challenge. Okay. Nobody called it bullying. All right. I could have yeah. fucking left that set. Been like, these motherfuckers just hit me with the fucking golf cart. These four overgrown dickheads hit me with a motherfucking <laughs> golf cart on my first challenge. This is what we're doing. This is yeah. where we're going. This is what your show is about. You guys are all laughing, standing around thinking this is this is okay. I could have fucking broken my whole body, dude. I could have been in a you know what I mean. I could I could have gotten a anything could have happened, dude. Yeah. And like and it was not because of my personality, because of who I am. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking stand here and play chicken with four overgrown dickheads in a golf cart. Sure. <laughs> okay. So, um, of course, I don't go whining and crying about it and stuff like that. And, yeah, look, I've been picked on as the new guy. I've been somewhat bullied being the new guy. But that's because I was outspoken and didn't give a flying fuck about any of these veterans, any of these fucking macho guys walking around smiling with their big muscles and their shirts off. You know, like, I didn't give a fuck. You know, so, like. Um, it, it, it's almost part of the process. And this is kind of like something that you, know, you, you can't talk about when an incident like that happens because it's blatantly over the top. Yes, it was wrong. Are they doing it every fucking day? Are they picking on her every day? I don't know. Maybe. No. But, but just like fucking Mike the Miz said after they ran over, over me with the fucking golf cart, welcome to the challenge, bitches. And yeah. Do and and almost ten years later, I got him. He's 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 WWE superstar of the world, and he's on the podcast just like yeah. the coolest guy in the world hosting the shows. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. And then on the flip side, on the flip side with Kara, like I mean, I, I, for me, it's like what the girl can't fucking make out with the guy. Like, listen, guys, th- this is what happens in the world. People are like this happens. People, Paul each whatever cheated on his girlfriend, didn't cheat on his girlfriend. He did that. Whatever. He doesn't give a shit. Why do you give a shit? No. And like Cara, it's like I know I know where you're coming from. You and Cara go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't know. It sounds like she maybe she wasn't very remorseful 
was the remorseful. It was it was just blatantly laughing, holding hands with him in a snap when she knows he has a boyfriend, being like, Shh, no one has to know, and tweeting about her being single when he has a girlfriend. And it, I just thought it was disrespectful. That's all. And that's what I was getting out there was the blatant disrespect was just as mean as me throwing that luggage. And for someone who's always like standing up for what's right and all of the weirdos in the world and don't be a bully and blah, blah, blah. For her to be doing that, I was just pointing out that it's ironic that now she's being a mean girl. So I just had to put that out there because everyone does fucked up shit. We all do fucked up yeah. shit. We're all yeah. reality TV people. But Kara is not innocent in that. And she's always that person that everyone's like, oh, Kara's here for what's right and whatever. But I just had to point out that she's fucking human and she did something wrong. And that's all I was getting out there. It, it, you know, it, it sucks. Be- it sucks because, like, y- you know, she was almost like the hero for all the weirdos, per se. And um, she and, is. And she she still is. Yeah. And then something like, you know, something like she makes out with the guy. And then now she's like, you know, you know, people look at her differently and stuff like I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, for me, it's like for me, it's like this. And I know you guys stand. You guys are on different grounds and stuff like that. But it's like, like Paulie and that girl probably sh- aren't meant to be together. For like, sure. You know, and you know, and, and and mainly it's like I think his fault. You know, for sure. And you know, so and like with her, it's like it, it's weird. It's weird. You know how it is. Like you live in a house with someone for two fuck for however long or yeah. however long no. we're in there, right? Like, and you know, however long we're in there and it's like camp and like, you can't get away from them and you live in the same room with them and you can't help but to get close with them. And then like your significant other isn't there. So it's like a really weird situation, you know, God bless you and Mikey's relationship, you know? Um, because I, you know, I, I know it's hard and I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just rambling at this point. Feel free to jump in whenever you want. Feel free to jump in whenever you want. No, no. And and I know I, ca- I catch what you're feeling for sure. And I'm, I 100% agree with you. I I'm, I'm just on my end of it saying that she's not perfect and that she did something wrong. She fucked up. And I just needed to get that out there because she's always the first one to call people out when pe- other people are doing mean shit. She, she called out Tony for God's sakes. How mean was she to Tony about when he ho- hooked up with Camilla? She was the first one to be like, Oh my God, you're such a bad person. You, cheated on your girlfriend, whatever. And then she goes and fucking does the same thing. I'm just calling it how I see it. I'm just calling a spade a spade. And that's, that's all I was doing. I don't give a fuck whether she cheats or he cheats or whatever. I just had to put it out there that that was the situation. And sometimes she's hypocritical and that's all. We're going to be hearing from her pretty soon and we'll get her kind of insight on this and whether she's learned it all from the fallout here and what her opinion is on the whole deal and how it kind of, you know, is tied into the way that she's treated others for their actions. Cause it's interesting because I think, you know, people are quick to you guys as well, but also the people out there and the listeners, they remember the last time you called someone out or the last time you got on your high horse. Uh, some, some people with literal horses they have, but also (laughs) like, you know, and I think what happens is, is that you're right that you kind of can only speak to what your last action was. 
So Kayla, if like, you know, you recently were on a show bullying someone, you kind of have to keep that in mind if you're calling someone out for bullying. And if someone's calling you out for bullying, they need to think about that if they're going to then brag about having hooked up with somebody who has a girlfriend. So I think that people remember all this stuff and it's all kind of tied together and which is interesting. And I think that for some reason, and you know, we had a lot of people who wrote in and asked questions about car. And then we had people who were like, please don't ask about car. Let's keep it about Kayla. And I just want to know why you think you guys are so (laughs) intrinsically linked. It seems like whenever one of you guys does the show, you know, the, the haters or lovers of one of you guys is, is mentioning the other one. And it does seem like exactly what just happened naturally, which is like, you know, your actions are being compared to her actions and the reactions and the fallouts of one are being, you know, compared to the other. And why do you think that is? Because on screen, we don't see it play out as often as you would see uh, compared to how much it plays out, I think, in everyone's imaginations. Yeah, that's actually a really good question because we are weirdly linked all the time. Like her fans hate my fans. My fans hate her fans. I don't know. It's just that's just how it is. And uh, and it's kind of been like that since, I guess, since I put her in the redemption house, like what on vendettas, I think it was or dirty 30. I don't even know. No, 30, 30, 30, Yeah. So I think that's where it all started. And then I thought we were good. I'm not sure. Um, I thought we were good. We did the final together, um, last season. She wrote me like this sweet little note. She was like super thankful for, um, me not fucking her over in that final. And we were fine. And then, I don't know. At the beginning of Final Reckoning, I showed up and she was going around telling people pretty much just talking shit about me. She was going around talking shit about me on the very first day. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I thought we were good, but now we're not anymore. Because if that wouldn't have happened, if she wouldn't have gone to those people and said the things about me on Final Reckoning the very first day, I would have never said anything on Twitter because we would be fine right now. But she decided to go do that. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I guess we're not good. So I'm not sure why we're always linked, but it is what it is. It's weird. It's weird. They're all, they're all, it, it's weird. It's almost like, it's almost like you guys are, and I know, and I was there when you guys were trying to work together and it all kind of fell apart at that, you know, when you put her in the redemption house. And I feel like yeah. she probably will, will always feel betrayed after that. But like, yeah. you know, and, and, and I don't know, you kind of feel that way with anybody on these shows that has one way or another, like, you know, betrayed you or went a different route, you know? So like, for example, for me, like, for example, like, I, I don't, I don't like, like, I don't like you two girls like fighting. It's like, I like both of you. And like, so, um, but, but the thing is, it's like, you guys are on like opposite teams. Like you said, you guys have these like armies of fans that'll just like go to war for you guys. And like, yeah. you guys are both really good athletes and, um, and, uh, you know, but well, it, it doesn't help either to that. Like we're kind of on two different wavelengths. Like she's on like the Johnny bananas, like veteran vibe. And like, I came in and I'm 100% like team Tony Nelson, Devin, like we're just not working with the same people. So that puts us on opposite teams all the time, no matter what. And like, as I'm fine with her. Usually like we were fine. We stayed out of each other's way completely on vendettas the entire way. I never one time came for Cara on vendettas. I actually made sure that Natalie went into elimination instead of her when all three of us were sitting on that one side of the table, um, right at the end of the season. And I, I spoke out at that table 
to make sure that Natalie went in and not Kara. So, like, we were good. We were fine. It just all stems back to Kara uh, talking shit about me the first day of Final Reckoning now. Uh, so it, it's almost like a, a real-life version of Game of Thrones, and I, and, I, and I sometimes, like, you know, you know, toggle with that, you know, expression because... Um, you know, everyone's trying to go for the crown, you know what I mean? And, 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 and you have your teams and you have your other teams and you kind of sometimes play along with each other. And then, you know, people are cutting each other left and right and they're doing it in different ways. You know what I mean? Different sick, sadistic ways at that, you know, yeah. what I mean? um, okay. you know, slip a note under, say we're good. Ha ha, he, he, ha. And then the next minute, bam, slicing your throat again. It, yeah, or try to kill you again. So, it, I mean, it it, it happens like, it, it, and, and like this is how the chess game is played. You know, for the people at home, it's like you, you know, and in the dirty thirty, it happened so much. It was like, all right, one person got eliminated. New twist. All right, you got to float with a couple other people because they might be better at this than that. Whatever. Um, Johnny Bananas. You mentioned Johnny Bananas. Okay. Yeah. So, and on the dirty thirty, you know, you lived up there with. Johnny and those guys. Actually, I think you lived downstairs with Kara and the girls, and then you and Jenna moved out after like day two or three and moved up with Tori. And, yes. Okay. So, and then it was kind of like you and Jenna and, and, and Tori just teamed up with like the Red Room guys, Tony, uh, you know, Tony, Johnny, CT, all them guys. So I thought going into uh, Vendettas that you guys were, you know, what I mean, like, part of the same team you know come to find out you guys are trying to cut each other you know almost from the beginning yeah i'm not really sure what happened with us i think i think the reason why i wasn't on team bananas for vendettas was a little bit because Kara was for sure with him um and natalie and also because i've always been in a in an alliance with tony and I feel like the reason that I was linked to Bananas is because Jenna and Bananas are such good friends, and they've always worked together. And then Jenna, Jenna wasn't on Vendetta, so without her, it was kind of like that link was gone. And then Tony was living in a room with Zach and, and Nicole Zanata. So I just kind of, like, floated with them and was like, damn, I hope these two boys can ride with me because um, I don't know what's going to happen, you know? So... Uh, and because Jenna is dating Zach, so I knew that Zach would have my back 100%. Tony's going to have my back 100%. Bananas, when can you ever say he has anyone's back 100%? So I wasn't going to put my eggs in that basket when I knew that those two boys, Zach and Tony, were 100% with me. That wouldn't have made any sense to to risk anything with Bananas, you know? So what, what's your take on all that Zach and Tony, you know, and Bananas thing? Like, is that... Do you think that's something that like Johnny will never live down or do you think that they, they, they they're that they will be able to mend a relate a friendship? Afterwards? I have absolutely no idea how that's going to play out. None at all. Um, I don't know what, I think bananas and Zach already have made up. I don't know though. I could be wrong about that. Um, uh, but Tony and bananas, I mean, there's never going to be trust there. You know, like Bananas is always going to be looking over his shoulder because Tony backstabbed him pretty bad. But I don't know. You never know with this game. And Bananas doesn't really have anyone anymore. If you think about it, like Leroy's not in the game anymore. So um, he's going to have to make some friends. And Tony's getting better with every season that he does. So I think it would be in Bananas' best interest to work with Tony. But 
uh, if a time comes where bananas can stab Tony in the back, probably take it. So I don't know. Mm. What was that? So, you know, the, when we talked to you uh, first on this podcast back in December, it was towards the beginning of the Vendetta's experience. Now that we've seen the whole thing play out, we can talk about it from start to finish. You made the final. You came in fourth. It was a valiant effort. Um, you were the, the second place girl, if you want to go individual. Um, you got to be, you know, have a front row seat for all that kind of, you know, groundbreaking gameplay by the Devons and the Tonys who you were aligned with. You know, just like put a bow on that season and let us know, was it a positive experience for you? What did you learn from it? What did you take from it? And what from that season do you think is going to play out here on the reckoning and in future seasons between you? And like you mentioned, those guys that you're kind of linked to. Yeah, it was an exciting season because I feel like, and I, I, oh, I hate to give Corey any credit. I fucking hate to give him any credit, <laughs> but Corey, what, three or four seasons ago, started this trend of everyone, you know, trying to go against bananas and get them out, but it was never successful. And no one ever really had the balls to 100% do it. And it was an exciting time to see Devin and Tony and even myself, because I was one of the votes that made bananas go into elimination and just see things play out and actually follow through with it. And everyone will kind of work together as like this new wave of, of uh, cast members was really fun and really awesome. And I thought that it was really good for the game just because uh, finally someone did it, you know, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I'm, what it's going to play out like. I don't know what bananas has in store for the future or what alliances. I mean, maybe he's going to start rallying the, the big brother people of the world. I don't know. But for me, I, I feel like I got closer with like Devin and Tony and Nelson because we all played a part in working together and getting a job done. And I thought that was really cool. Wow. They're all trying to get the, is he the king of these challenges? Is it safe to say that? Like, did you guys I mean, like, yeah. really, I'm, like take I, the king I, off his throne? Yeah. I hate to give him that kind of credit, but I mean, he is, and it sucks that, that that's what it's come to, but yeah, he's done so many seasons. He knows what he's doing. He has, something about him that people feel like they need to protect him. And, um, and he was finally dethroned. I feel like in that moment, everyone kind of was like, all right, we're over this. Like this, this era of bananas running the house is over. It's done. Like we're going to get this guy out finally. And, and we did it. And it was awesome. Like it was just so cool. And Corey, the, the mastermind behind all of it knew that he had to clear the way for Devin and for Tony to actually send oh, right. bananas packets. So, so he threw that soccer challenge week one and he went home so that Johnny would let his guard down and that sealed the deal <laughs> for bananas. So Corey, yeah, truly right. the puppet master behind this yeah. whole thing. He's like, guys, I'll you take one for the team. Yeah, in reality, uh, Corey's really good at kicking soccer balls on fire. He just, he was just we, we are not collectively giving Corey enough credit for what he's done on these shows, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I hate to say it, but you might be kind of right. <laughs> You're right. One Order banner, one banner, one banner in Times Square is not enough. I say we replace the Statue of Liberty with Corey Wharton. <laughs> with Corey. Yes. Corey, 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 Corey. I'm going to be bugging him to get on the podcast now. I'm going to be bugging him. 
We, uh, that might help. That might help. Tell him that we just uh, anointed him the mastermind behind Vendettas. Um, so, well, he, well, all right. Not, that's I don't too know much. Oh. This, this is too much. Okay. Too much Believe, story talking. But check this out. It, it, it's crazy because um, I was up there. We were at the reunion together um, at the Vendettas reunion. And I was up there fucking listening to all the everything going on um, up in my mercenary fucking love seat. And yeah, yeah. Uh, w- wishing I had a beer in my hand the whole time to make it more yeah, entertaining. Same. I still can't believe you usually it. always do, Derek. I, I mean, I just think I just think it would be classier at the reunion if they allowed us to come back up there and drink a, a case of beer and heckle <laughs> you guys till you know I mean till it really gets the ball rolling. But that didn't completely happen until Corey did say. I mean, Corey didn't didn't get to talk much, and I don't know if you remember this. And I kind of laughed about it because I, you know, I, uh, you know, what I mean, like me and Johnny have off and on had a relationship um, behind closed doors. We've had a relationship. We do make out every now and then. Nobody talks about that um, for many a years. And you know, it was weird because it wasn't weird because it was kind of like the there was a few people on the Johnny side. And then there was all the newbies and they were like, no. And Corey stood up and he was like, you know, I started this shit to try to take him down, you know? And I kind of laughed and I was like, and you were the martyr, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Never got played. But, um, you know, I still feel like Corey may hate me for that because he may be the only one that heard it. But it's true. (laughs) It's kind of true. Here we are anointing, you know, Corey, the, uh, you know, the guy that took all the fucking swords, you yep. know, over the past couple of seasons to sort of like knock Johnny off, you know what I mean? Kind of rallied the troops and stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, you know, every character kind of has he, a he role didn't, sound, you know? he, he, he's, he was kind of the mastermind of, of it at the beginning. He's just, his execution of the plan was his downfall. <laughs> like he's, he doesn't really have the smarts to actually do it, but he had the idea to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for a hundred dollars a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. Kaiser is off the chain. Everything is in one place for you. Your x-ray will be done there. The doctor will see you there. The labs are there for you. And then the nurses that work with you at Kaiser, they make you feel so at home. They're there to meet your needs. I would not be alive today if I had not had Kaiser permanently. I feel really, really great knowing there's a place that I can go to make sure that I can maintain good health on a regular basis. Every medical case is unique. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan, Middle Atlantic Two One One, East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland Two Zero Eight Five Two. He was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it." And you know, a lot of, a, <laughs> a lot of people, and I'm not saying he's new, but I mean, a lot, even like your Caspers, you know, that's like, you know, kind of like a villain to the game, but kind of like a rebel almost. Yeah. You, know, you, you have these characters that go in there and go, fuck all you guys. You know, I mean, I've played yep. that role. I played that role for many seasons. Yeah, and so I got my ass- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And you're doing and you're doing it now. And eventually what happens is 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 you guys or us guys sort of gain the respect and you gain enough friendships to where, you know, it, it makes the game a little, little bit politically easier. Yeah. You know, which, which is um, you know, which is why I would hope 
to at some point be on a season with people I don't fucking know at all, so I can tell everyone to fuck off again because I can't. <laughs> I kind of think that's fun too, even though it it's not fun. the easiest. But it's not the easiest route. It's, it's no. really not. You have to go in there, prove and reprove and and reprove yep. yourself, you know. And um, so yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the final. So you know, you obviously come up short there, but um, it seemed like the kind of file, final where everyone, at least the, that last four of you, were in it. Um, but you know, we watch a play out over the course of I don't know four weeks or whatever they dragged it out to on TV. But how close were you or was Zach to Kara? What did you feel like when you when you entered into that final? Because it got a little bit of flack on TV for having its goofy moments with the armor and stuff like that, for having Johnny <laughs> Bananas playing three card Monty in a base for allowing him and yeah. Melissa to affect the game as, as they clearly did uh, from a cam perspective. Some people theorize yeah. that she might have even won or made it further if she didn't have that hurdle because of the losing the game to Melissa. So talk about, just walk us through that final because we haven't gotten a, a chance to talk to you or really any of you guys in it uh, that were in it about it yet because you guys went right on to the reckoning. Yeah, um, so I, I've never done a final before so I don't know what to compare it to but it was hard, I mean it was a lot of running and I hate running. <laughs> um, so it was a full day of running in the mud. It was hard. It was miserable. Um, but I don't know. Cause I've never, I've heard that they're usually worse than that. Staying up all night and whatever else being hungry. I was not hungry. I was just freezing and my legs hurt, but, um, it was, it was hard. And, I, I definitely think that it was very unfair in certain ways. Like, um, first of all, Melissa and bananas being there. Sh I don't, I, that's not fair at all. Like, cause Kara and Kyle are friends with both of them. So it was almost as if to me, it was set up for, for certain people to do better, which is shitty, you know, cause you don't want to think about the show in that way. I like, I have always respected the game and I know that not everything that we do is fair and I accept that, but it, I just wish that finals were finals and that there wasn't an outside influence on it. And I feel like it was because, um, Melissa and bananas were there and they could easily screw over someone like me or cam, which they did and not someone like Kara, you know? So that kind of sucked, but, uh, and then also the fact that they reset the game, um, after the run and before the color matching thing, because Zach should have won. Zach beat Kara by like 10 minutes or something on that first portion. So if they would have let him go straight to the color matching, he probably would have won the grand prize, but they stopped and they reset. And then that's why Kara won, you know, things like that are, are kind of shitty, but it's a game. But is that a, a fact? Show. But is that a fact? It's not a fact, but, I mean, she didn't beat him by that much in the color thing. So yeah. if he had a 10-minute or however long he beat her in the first portion, if he would have had that um, to start the second portion with that on her, there's a huge possibility that he would have won. You know? right. So what you're implying, though, is that the format was possibly restructured or rethought once they knew who was involved or in first or something like that. And there's no way of knowing that. I don't think they decided, you know, someone no. radioed and said, uh, Zach is up by about 10 minutes. Why don't we cut it off and restart no, for no, the photo no, thing? No. You know? I'm not saying that. No, yeah. I'm not saying that at all. And that's not at all what I'm implying. Yeah. No, they definitely were going to do that no matter what. I'm just saying that if, if it would have gone 
all the way through that Zach may have won. You know what I mean? Like it's just, but that's, that's the, that's the thing about the show. It's a TV show. It's a reality TV show and it's a game and we don't have referees. Yeah. We don't have someone wearing, you know, a freaking black and white striped shirt on the side telling us what the rules are. You know, it's just kind of, sometimes there's gray area and sometimes things play out and it's not fair, but, and I'm not saying that it wasn't fair. I'm just saying that it's a TV show and, and that's just how it is. And you have to accept that. Let me ask you this and, and I'm going to do a disclaimer after it, but, um, would you call that you've done this enough times? You're a former football player. If people didn't listen to the first Kayla podcast, um, high school football player. How would you consider this a sport? Like, would you consider this a sport that you are playing and competing in season after season? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they consider what is that hurling or whatever in the Olympics where you shuffle the ice? <laughs> curling? Oh, curling, curling. Yeah. curling. Yeah. You know, hurling, <laughs> hurling is what we're doing while it's on, but yeah, it's called yeah. curling. I love curling. Who doesn't watch curling when it's <laughs> fucking Olympic season? Okay. Everybody it's listening right. at home. If you don't watch curling, let us know. Or if you do watch <laughs> curling, let us know. We'll do a little challenge mania poll unofficially. Cause I think you're wrong here. D you can't Andy? tell me you, there's no way in hell you can ever tell me that curling can be a sport but the challenge isn't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's skill to it. There's, you have to be somewhat athletic, have to be somewhat smart. It's definitely a form of, of sport. I mean, people train for it. People, uh, the more you do it, the better you get. And that's what sports are, you know? Yeah. If curling, if curling is a sport, then cleaning your apartment is a sport. That's how (laughs) I feel Right. Exactly. But, um, yeah, what? but I mean, well, like I've been saying, it's a TV show, and and I think that you, that that in that aspect, it's not a sport because we don't have referees, and rules do change sometimes mid challenge or mid elimination. Like, look at you and Joss; you beat the shit out of each other for like three hours, and they let that happen. But then when Darrell and Nelson were pulling each other for what, like? half the amount of time they're like okay it's a draw like what how like how is that a draw but you just let Derek and Josh beat the did shit you want to watch them. that for a minute longer though the Nelson no, I didn't. Yeah. I was happy, but I didn't want to watch Josh and Derek beat the shit out of each other either yeah. you know what but I mean? for what reason but for what reason because it was hard to watch Derek that shit was like intense we all were kind of like it was it was a lot. It was a fucked up. And I know you had fun and I know you didn't want them to call that shit <laughs> up. But like that, it, it was like, it was dirty. It was scary. It was like, damn, someone's actually going to die. You guys were like curb stopping each other, like on each other's faces with your feet. Like that's crazy, you know? So it's just like, they make up shit as they go. And that's fine because that's what they have to do to produce a TV show. And that's the only thing that about it that I think is kind of like makes it not a sport. It sounds like Kayla, your opinion on the final is, I mean, and you didn't directly say this, but I think you're, we're proud of your performance, I would assume. Right. And, but you, oh, and, yeah. and you're okay I'm with the result, I mean, but you, you question whether or not it was a direct representation of who throughout the entire final gave the best performance all around. Is that what you're saying? Uh, kind of. Yeah. And a little bit also that it was fucked up for Cam. I mean, thank God Cam had to uh, bury that log, 
But, I mean, it was fucked up that she had to bury the lug because Melissa was there. Like, why does Melissa get a say in her fate at the end of a final? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, thank God for her because that's the reason I beat her. But also people online or whatever being like, oh, Cam would have won if she didn't bury the lug. Hell, yeah, she probably would have. But it's part of the game. You know what I mean? Like, there's things that happen, and they're not always fair, but fuck it. You know? That's yeah. it. That's and this was – this was Cam's first challenge, so luckily she just thinks that on every season you have to face a mercenary every elimination, and when you go know, to a final, right? your vendetta gets to play cards and make you bury a log. So she just thinks yeah. that's just how it goes. She doesn't even think it was unfair. She probably doesn't. I mean, I think she does. She realizes yeah. that she would have probably, most likely would have beat me if she didn't bury that log. She knows that. She realizes that. But also... Uh, thankfully her and I are friends and, um, she was happy for me that I made it as far as I did and that I, that it was me and not anyone else, you know? So, I mean, it was a shitty situation, but that's the game that it's not always fair. The the name of the game is almost like any person that you go after or have to get, or want to get rid of, you got to have someone else that they hate more. Because yeah. you never know if they're going to pop up in some kind of weird game at the end. So mm-hmm. weird. So uh, weird. I, I, you know, Kayla says there's no referees. I, to be honest with you, Kayla, I, there, I, I believe that there's that, – that, you know, we do have, you know, referees. We do have referees. Um, not – you know I mean? Like some of the games are not completely – like, um, like you said, there's some gray areas, you know what I mean? They're not like, yeah, like league know. mandated referees though. They're like yes. associate producers, you know, it's yes. not the, <laughs> right. It's not the same exactly. thing. You know? Right. It's not like, it's not like they have like, these are like sanctioned league sanctioned, you know, yeah. referees. We do yeah. have people, you know, doing their best to make sure that things are going For the sure. right way. Um, uh, like the other day, Shane said there wasn't a lifeguard on duty. Oh, you, oh, you were there. No lifeguard. I don't know. Oh, when no Jose life. was drowning? Yeah. There yeah, wasn't anyone, there was. scuba diver? I think what, I she, what he said was the lifeguard was preoccupied with the other side of the pool, which I was fascinated by that you guys were doing this elaborate challenge at like a public pool where people were also doing laps on the other side. And this one kid <laughs> with like braces is watching both you guys and the normal people. Um, yeah. That's how Shane <laughs> described it. But um, yeah. I think that is exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, I'm going. I'm going straight to the disclaimer, <laughs> and saying over my years they always for underwater challenges have a, 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 a scuba diver or, or people very close on a wave runner. It's hard for me to believe that if you guys are doing an underwater challenge, someone is not there. But and and to be honest with you, I really do think. And, and this is just me, you know, talking to producers, or challenge gods over over the years. Um, that they do, you know, that they try to make each competition as safe as possible. For sure. So, they did. You, um, you know, I, I remember one time, I remember at some point for a very long time, they had, um, his name was Crash. And they, he was uh, Spider-Man's, stu- he was Spider-Man's stunt guy, was the oh, guy cool. that, I don't know if, I don't know if he'd ever been around during your years, Kayla. Um, but he was definitely around during the Drake and Josh years. So. <laughs> uh, which is when I was around. Um, and then another thing is, is, is like, it's, it's weird. It's like, it's like you work so hard to get someone eliminated from the show, but then they can pop up at any point. You know what I mean? It's, it, that's, that, that's weird. So it's like, you know, do you try to play nice with everyone or, you know, you know, 
face the wrath because I think I think playing nice is always the best bet because with these games you you never know what kind of power someone's gonna have but at the end of the day that's not the fun way to go (laughs) like I don't want to be nice with everyone because that's boring like I want to tell people that they suck you know (laughs) (laughs) spoken like a true reality tv champion and oh that's probably why she's on the one of the champs or champs versus stars (laughs) Um, All right. I like this question from I'm Lover 77. Have you upped your political? She says, You have upped your political game significantly, Kayla. Did you take your dad, Abel Casillas, his feedback about this on your last appearance on Challenge Mania? Now, what she's referencing, for those who aren't listening, is that when your dad joined you on your first appearance on the podcast, he was all about the politickers and the social players. And I believe he called out Susie, Susie Meister, as being one of his favorites. Um, And she's wondering if you took this to heart. And if this affected your play on, I, I guess what the, the seasons you would have filmed after this would have been Champs versus Stars, which you've gone very far, and then Final Reckoning, which, truth be told, we don't know how far you go. So did, did this advice from your, from your wise and sage-like <laughs> father, Abel Casillas, um, did it go to your heart? Um, yeah. So I've definitely – and also on Vendettas, too, I, I feel like I had a really good political game, and that's why I made it to the final – um, because I, I've learned that being loud and, and myself right off the bat, isn't always the best bet and kind of like laying low in the beginning and letting, feeling people out and kind of amping it up towards the end is definitely a better route to go. Cause that's how I made it to the final. Um, and it's not just political game that I've gotten better on. And the only reason I've gotten any better on political game is because the more you do it, the better you get at it. But also because the more you do these games, the more friends you get. And I feel like with every season, I'm kind of like getting a couple more people on my side, a couple more people who have my back, more friends. And that always helps. So, um, it's a little bit of political game. It's a little bit of friendship, but, uh, I'm definitely like, changing as a player and not just um thinking one day at a time (laughs) which is what i was doing in the beginning what did your dad think of your uh performance on on vendettas yeah i mean my parents are always proud of me no matter how i do so um yeah they were proud of me that i finally made it to a final and i i think now he's just kind of like all right well when are you going to win this thing you know all right so now maybe he thinks you could go toe-to-toe with Susie because I think at the time he was like we asked him who's somebody we thought could outplay or outwit you and he yeah. mentioned her so maybe maybe you've upped yourself in his power rankings I'm gonna I, read this person's I mean, maybe Do, does she even know who Susie is because she was definitely around the Drake and Josh area what era like road rule seven <laughs> I mean I know who she is now but I don't remember her back then you what role I mean? does she play in your life now like what do you know her as like to you is she just like a podcast host and like and tea uh server is or yeah. yeah is that basically the role she so you don't you're not familiar with her as a gay as a as a road rules alum or as a challenge vet and champion and game player you only know her as like this you know interviewer yeah, social media really okay that's interesting yeah as like an x x challenge person slash podcast doer. So to you, me and Susie are essentially the same. It's just people told you that she also used to be good at something. That's pretty much the deal. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Exactly. 
She doesn't think she doesn't think you're a challenged person. No, but my point is that that's all hearsay. <laughs> that's all hearsay to her. She's never watched any of that. She's just been told. Oh no, no, Susie was. She's good. my dad's favorite. No. <laughs> um, this person's Twitter is at Let's Go Kayla. Um, their oh. name is Sam. Um, they want to know. Boom, boom, boom. They want to know if you could be paired with a male for a season, who would you be paired with and why? Derek, obviously. No way. Bad. Still after the, after that debacle, after that debacle with the with the hall brawl thing, really you're still gonna pick me? Uh, I don't I believe don't it. Who's next? Give me someone else. Okay, I can um, be I Tony mean, time. CT C no, I mean I love Tony, don't get me wrong, but I uh I wouldn't pick him right off the bat only because he uh, tends to piss people off, <laughs> um, but CT probably because he's good at everything and people respect him and who the heck would never want to go into elimination against CT. You know? There you go. Um, I yeah. want to ask a follow-up to that question, which is they just released the pairs for Reckoning, and you are you – know, there's two things that jump out at me, and you're partnered with Kaylee, who you know we saw on Vendettas. There is legitimate beef there. You guys are a rivalry, right? And then I look yeah. down this list and I see somewhere like – I wouldn't like, call it a rivalry. I wouldn't call it a rivalry. But why? Why wouldn't you call it a rivalry? Because a rivalry is like when two people – like a rivalry is like Kayla and Cara. Uh, a rivalry isn't – Fine. Okay. Okay. There's a legitimate beef there. There's a legitimate feud there, you know? Um, and so, and then I look at some of these other teams and I'm like, Oh, Sylvia and Joss, uh, do they really dislike each other? Or are they kind of just like kind of tangentially related for a moment here? And so, so I wonder like, for instance, when you look at the team breakdowns on a show like this, obviously you, you, they weren't revealed to you on a spreadsheet or in an ad like they were for us, but you know, do you question whether all things are kind of all fair in that regard and who legitimately is going to have trouble working with the person next to him who kind of have like a glorified quote unquote beef with their person. And then some of these are guy, guy teams. Some of them are girl, girl teams. Some of them are girl, guy teams. I don't know how the challenges play out, but what was it like for you guys to see that? Oh, this isn't all the same. This is kind of across the board different. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of goes back to exactly what we were just saying. It's like, they need to make a TV show and I respect that, but not all is going to be fair. You know, there's no way for them to make it fair because we would all have to be clones of each other and be paired with a clone. You know what I mean? Like it's, that's the only way to make things fair. Right. So like, and that's probably why they, I mean, Car and I are the biggest rivalry of them all, but like they didn't put us on a team together because it would, it honestly wouldn't be fair. Like they had to put her with Marie because they don't like each other. And Marie is never known to be as, you know, athletic or whatever as Cara, you know? But then and that's I see, why I got paid. But then you see, like, Brad and, and Kyle, who I also yeah, like don't... Yeah, the heck? Yeah, like, you look at them and you're like, these are two guys who are, are both physically fit in physical competitions of a certain yeah. ilk. They should be able to sure. dominate. And to me, they don't dislike each other to the point where you had to put them together. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, that that kind of bugs no, me. No, yeah. It, yeah, it is weird. I, and it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out on June 10th, but well, July 10th, whenever the heck it is. But um, it's just the challenge. That's just how it, it, it you just have to accept unfairness. And that's I think that with guy and honestly, think about it like champs for stars. Same exact thing. Tony and CT being on a team together and then me and Drake being on a team together or Lil Mama and Tori. I mean, come on. Yeah, but at this point, like, looking at it on paper, I just think right off the bat, like, as much of an – even though I picked, like, you know, Brad and Kyle to, you know, to win the whole thing, 
uh, beforehand just based on that guy-guy pair and, like, you know, that I think that that may be the most, like, athletic bunch. You know, um, I, I think that they're at a strong disadvantage as well in the political side because, like, True. who who isn't, like, okay, we got to get the two dudes out, obviously. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, totally. Totally. And that's another aspect of, of the game, you know? Yeah, because it is kind of a disadvantage and, for two guys. And, and yeah. And I saw you play. Uh, you, you played this card last night. Is look, I'm. We're the worst ones here. We're not yeah. going to beat you in a final. Why don't you just take us totally. to the final with you and beat us? Like, that was, why don't you? That, that was what I was trying to do. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, and, and you're totally right. And that those types of things do come into play a lot. Like, who's the layup team? Who do we want to keep around? Who's the big guys on campus who freaking need to get out of here now? And who wants to beat them and send them home? You know, like, and, and honestly, I think it's cool when there are guy-girl teams or girl-girl teams because they kind of have to make challenges um, be, that are geared so that anyone can win. You know what right. I mean? It's not right. It's not all going to be, like, super physical stuff where you're going to be, like, lifting things and whatever. It's like... It's things that pe- anyone can do. Yeah, and, 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 and I think those are I think those are kind of more fun. It's going to be those heights challenges. It's going to be like running and moving things and obstacle courses and things like that, rather than brute strength, which is not well, always fun to watch. Well, and Marie had a good point too when she was on her. She's like, "Why do you think I get casted all the time?" She's like, "I'm like everybody else. I'm like I'm, she's like I'm like I'm I'm typically like everyone else that, that's watching at home, like." People at home want to see if someone like me can do it. And if I can't do it, it's almost yeah. like funny, right? Or whatever. Yeah. In mm-hmm. a way. Um, totally. No, I agree. Who, uh, if That's you can cool say, obviously without how it plays out or anything, but when you got a look at, you know, you're looking across the board, you see who's out there. Did anyone jump out at you as being a layup team? Like who, when you look at the, these, these squads, who, who are you like, oh, you know what? I have no issue going against them in anything. Uh, probably like Jose and Day, I would say. Not only because. Are you a Big Brother person? Um, yeah, I watch Big Brother, so I know of both of them. Got it. And um, the reason that I say that they're the would be like the layup team is because first of all, they are new because and new people are always easier to pick on, and then also I knew that um, Jose can't swim, and that's always something that you kind of need to do when you're on the show. And then also, uh, Dave Vaughn doesn't look like she's like, she's not like a car Maria. You know what I mean? She came in, she's, she's a regular sized person. So like, to me, it's like of all teams looking at them from afar, I'd say that they're the easiest ones to call the layup, but you just never know. You can't, you, you can't judge a book by its cover, you know? And everyone, if you ever underestimate someone, there's a good chance that they're going to prove you wrong. So, like I said, they, if I were to look at it on paper, I would pick them. But who knows? They could freaking win the, the, the damn thing, and you never know. Yo, this is my last question. My last question. It's, they made it seem like, like, like you screwed up last night, or it seemed like Wes made it seem like you didn't make the right move to save yourself. Did I miss something? Could you have yeah. done something wiser to not have no. put yourself in? or no. I don't, I, I was confused by that too, because I played all of the situations in my head and either way I would have been screwed. And honestly, actually I was thinking about this and I could be wrong. I haven't played it all out, but I feel like if I wouldn't have been picked to vote first, that maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone in. 
like say the other two teams voted first and I could have voted. So say uh, West picked their team and then they picked West's team and then I was voting last. I could have just voted the other one. Okay. In. Okay. But you know what yeah, I mean? But, but because yeah. I voted, I was the team p- picked to vote first, no matter yeah. who I would have picked, the other team would have picked that would have picked. That. So yeah. no matter what I was screwed. Yeah, and in 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 reality, like those two teams probably had an agreement that yeah. said we're gonna put the weaker team in anyway, so you, no you're screwed what, anyway. So yeah, right. no matter what, I would have been screwed. It wouldn't have mattered who I said. So I was confused about that, but whatever. I don't even yeah. care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was your Got conspiracy, you. D? No, nah, I was just trying to figure out because they made it seem like she made like a like the wrong move in what way, and I couldn't. I, I didn't watch the show closely enough to to really see how she could have gotten herself out of that other than telling everyone, if you put me, you know, if we make it to the end, you guys are, you know, you guys are probably going to beat us. So yeah. I mean, she, she really didn't have much, much of a way out, you know, unless, you know, one of those two teams was willing to vote, you know, unless either one of those teams was, a, she was able to yeah. side with one of those teams to put the other one in. But then that puts them at risk. You know what I mean? So yeah. It depends on no, who makes put, the deal fastest. Right. Right. And, and you know, exactly. And I mean, we, it was just an obvious in for me because uh, Wes obviously wants to go to the final and that uh, Casper and police obviously want to go against me and Drake in elimination. So no matter what, I would have yeah, yeah. been in the same situation. Yep. So like, yep. yeah, it, it really didn't matter who I said and that's why I was just like fuck it I'm not I would rather not say Wes and Booby because I don't know later on in the future if I'm ever going to be on a show with Wes and why piss him off when I could just the outcome is going to be the same no matter what so I might as well just say Casper and Luis right um Victoria wants to know what's been your favorite season that you've done so far um ooh I think Columbia I think our season that we did last Derek I had so much fun I had a really good time and it wasn't any, anything to do with the game at all. Like, because me and Jenna were targeted from the beginning of that season and that kind of sucked. But, the, well, I mean, it was kind of that because it was really cool that Jenna and I went against each other. She went into uh, redemption and then came back. Like, that storyline was epic. Very cool. Um, yeah, but also I just really liked Columbia. I feel like we had so much fun, all of those beach days that we went on uh, that yeah. they never show. Yeah. Um, and we just like partied a bunch and I feel like there wasn't, I don't know. I just liked it. And then uh, Jenna and I got eliminated together. So we got to hang out in Columbia for a couple of days after, and I was really tan. <laughs> so like, I just had fun. I don't know. Well, there, there, there's nothing like, you know, I mean, almost playing a perfect challenge game for two months and, you know, getting so close and, yeah. uh, and, and having, ev- cause you, you almost live for those like Saturdays off. Like you get to the, yeah. you know, that if you get to Saturday, you can fucking let your hair down, yep. drink it up a little bit. And they were taking out, we were out on like, you know, on, on a boat in the middle a of yacht. And on a yacht, yeah. Yeah, on a, on a yacht, you know, with, you know what I mean? Not, not too much booze, but just enough to where you can, they let us crank the music up. And, and like, I, I liked the food there. I love rice and beans and chicken. Like I was just, I was just living the life. Like, drinking not giving a care in the world every sunday when we would go to the beach I, and my best friend was there i just had such an amazing time mom during that i season. did too i did too yeah awesome do you have anything uh do you have anything you want to plug or anything like that um i mean 
if you want to follow me on social media, my Instagram is at Kayla, K-A-I-L-A-H underscore Casillas, C-A-S-I-L-L-A-S. Um, and that's the same for Twitter. And my website, KaylaCasillas.com. Pretty much it. And her dad is what, Scott? Because we know you guys chat a bunch. Yeah, what's your dad's? Uh, what's your dad's? You don't Twitter? know it, Scott. I, I don't you know it. offhand. I think it's a- is it Abel Casillas or no? Is it, am I saying your I, name wrong? I thought your last name was Casillas. It's Casillas. Yeah, it it doesn't matter. Yeah, it Casillas, Casillas. I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter. My, but but my you grandparents. Can, yeah, which yeah, which which is the like the more authentic way to say it? Because I assumed. Yeah, the authentic way is definitely Casillas. Ah, okay, good. Um, but I don't speak Spanish. And my mom is a school teacher. She's a fifth grade teacher. They call her Miss Casillas. So it's But just I don't need whatever. to be held to the standard of the fifth graders. It's not like you need to dumb <laughs> it down for me and be like, you know, fifth graders have never, an easier time with the L's. I've just never done the Casillas thing. It's just not me. I don't know. I, I know that's weird to like modify your last name of because of how you feel, but like I'm not really the most Spanish person in the world. So I just go with the the white American way. Casillas. It's so funny. But we had it, Veronica it on. We had well, Veronica on, and I said Portillo by accident, and then I felt like such an idiot because oh, it's Portillo. Yeah. And now I'm like really conscious about that, so I'm like Casillas, Casillas. Oh. And then you're like Casillas, and I'm like, no, I'm an idiot. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're both correct, and and I've actually had people talk to me about that before. Like people on Twitter be like, you say your last name wrong, and it's like, hey, how about you go fuck yourself because <laughs> I can say my last name however I want. So um, I say Casillas, but uh, my grandparents say Casillas because they're super Spanish. So it just it doesn't matter. I, either way is right. I love it. Um, yeah. Do you got anything before we let her go? No, she's been on for like an hour and a half, and I almost feel bad. Yeah. No, don't feel bad. I had so much fun. I didn't even uh, know do, it was an hour and a half. Do you, uh, yeah, you want to give yeah, us a little I, tease for the, the reckoning? You do quite a bit on, of crying me, in, a, in a one-minute trailer. You get a lot of crying hey, me, in. Let me let me give you let me remind you guys of what's in here. Just my quick takeaways from the trailer. Kayla and Kayla pushing Britney. Johnny Bananas is probably really no, pissed. It wasn't Britney. Trailer. That's what? not Britney. Really? Ooh. You, you thought I was pushing Britney in the trailer? It looks like it. I don't know. See, that's we haven't dissected it. That's you why you got to screenshot this stuff and ask the did Twitterverse. You? That's like what I did with the guy screaming. Hold I on. said, "Who is this?" <laughs> Leave it, leave it with the tease. Should we leave it with the tease? Or yeah, I'm not going to say who it really is. We just know it's not Britney. No. Oh, wow. I'll find out got... who it is in a minute. I'll screen grab that, put it on Twitter, and people will tell me exactly where that person's from and what their address <laughs> is in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I did that with the guy... I did that with the guy screaming, and then Chuck, who is the guy screaming, actually just found it and said, that's me. He confirmed it. So people are coming <laughs> Wait, out of the what? woodwork. So I, I, I watched the trailer. Wait, I watched the trailer five times, just like you did, D. And there's this moment, like about 30 seconds before the end of it, where the, you, they just cut to this guy in the in the back of the lawn in this like dark, like poorly lit uh, backyard, and he's screaming to himself like Mark Wahlberg in fear, and you can't see him. And so I just screen grabbed it. I put it on Twitter. I said, has anybody analyzed this Sapruder film style and figured out who this is? Is. And everyone's like, I think it's Kyle. I think it's Chuck. I think it's Kyle. And then Chuck just tweets it and says, it's me. So that's <laughs> yeah. how you figure out did, who gets pushed is you just throw it, it out there. Did yeah. he, did he respond? Did he respond to, uh, to both of us? Cause I said, I don't know if that's a guy screaming or if that's a guy peeing in his pants because Amityville, Amityville horror has begun. It does so, look like he's urinating as well, but he says, yeah, that's really? me. It's part of my Maori war I didn't dance. I catch that. 
heck? Yeah, go look at my Twitter. Well, no, it looks like a guy urinating, but also screaming to himself, and it is what frightening. The fuck? Is from, being on himself at the go, same time. go look at my Twitter. It's literally, it, it's like a shot from out. You could like the, the camera is like positioned inside, like shooting through a window. And it just looks like it's spying on a guy peeing in the grass. But the audio that they use is like a guy screaming as if he just found out his life was over. What the fuck? I'll have to go rewatch it and look at your Twitter. But, it, but in, re- in reality, he's like, fuck, I pissed my pants. <laughs> it exactly happened. what happened. Your pants is cool. All right, so so we'll fi- we'll figure out who Kayla's pushing in the trailer. Yeah. yeah, you'll figure it out. It's not hard to figure out. Yeah, but, it's not. Um, <laughs> um yeah, uh, and then me crying, typical freaking. I tell myself every season, every single time, like I'm not gonna cry this season. This is gonna be the one. I'm gonna be tough, and then I go in and I lose it every time. I'm like, damn it. Freaking cried again, and they show it every time. You know what you need to do is you need to, on the DL, you need to get sponsored by a tissue company, like the new up-and-coming, the new up-and-coming, like, green tissue company that's trying to compete with Kleenex on an environmental level, and you just pull those out in the middle of you crying. You just pull them out of your pocket, and it's just like, you know, green tissue, whatever. And you're like, boom. That is the way, that's a way to think right there. Make some money off of these tears. That's how we do it, right? (laughs) Tears pay for beers. True that. Actually, quite literally for me. Tears for beers. No, I like that. No, Kayla, dude, I just want to say thanks so much. I mean, uh, like it it was a a really fun uh, conversation. Like I appreciate you coming on and getting everyone caught up with like, you know, from. Dude, here's the thing. We didn't ask her about the suitcase or is that just going to come out? Who cares, right? What do you mean? Who cares? With the suitcase? Yeah. uh, I mean, I just What are you talking about? About Kaylee on Vendetta's? Yeah. Yeah, we let's, didn't even get into that. We could we could talk about that because I do. Should we save it? Uh, well, Should we no, save it after? No. Let's get that out of here. Again in well, a when she comes on again, we're going to want to talk about Reckoning. We're going to want to talk about Champs versus Stars. So yeah. let's just let's let that okay. be a good thing to end on here. We'll give you the last word on that whole ordeal that we saw play out on camera. It's been talked about to death from every <laughs> single person on Twitter. I think I know what Mike in Chicago and Francine in Fort Lauderdale think about bullying now, thanks to you. So so what <laughs> what have you learned from that scenario? What, what, D? I don't even want to get into it. I feel like we just had such an awesome podcast. But you just brought it up. So let's see what, (laughs) let's see what Kayla can make of it. Because I do feel like people are going to say you had Kayla on. You didn't bring up the big, you know, storyline from Vendetta. So what did you learn from it with a little bit of closure? I would imagine you have on it now, obviously going into another season with Kaylee, but that whole deal, having seen it play out the fallout, the reaction to it. um, What say you? Oh God. Uh, well, let's just say, I hope this is the last time I will ever talk about this. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) But, but it's okay. Um, it's, it's good. I got to get it out there and, and give my side, I guess. But I think I just came from a place where I was super angry with Kaylee because what they didn't show, and I said it on the reunion, but I don't even know if they showed it. I don't even know if I watched the reunion. But um, what I said is that I was angry with her because she was deliberately going around the house telling people that I was trying to throw them under the bus, specifically, like, my friends, Tony and Nicole, being like, oh, Kayla's upstairs making deals with bananas, which is not true whatsoever. And just, like, she went to Kara and um, Natalie and Nicole and also told them that all of the girls downstairs, me being one of them, was trying to plot against them and get them out of the game and blah, 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 which is also not true. So, like, 
she was deliberately trying to hurt me. And we had a bunch of like really big blowout fights leading up to this, like screaming at each other in the kitchen, which they never showed, which is really annoying. It's like she wasn't innocent in the situation the way that they edited it. And I'm not saying that what I did is right. And I'm not saying that, um, that it's an excuse for what happened, but at the same time, they did give her that crying. I'm innocent. These girls are bullying me, being mean to me, uh, type thing. And it's like, it really didn't happen like that. We had been fighting for days before that. And she, and I fought all night at that bar, like screaming at each other from across the bar. Like when I was like, don't sit next to me, whatever. We had already been fighting for like half an hour leading up to that point. And she was following me around the bar. And I was like, just don't sit next to me. Nobody wants you at this table. And they don't show any of that. So I look like a fucking asshole, but whatever. Um, so, and I know that nowadays bullying is like, a topic and they wanted to bring it up and they wanted to bring light to it. And they wanted to throw the book at me, Jemmy and Brittany because bullying is bad and it's mean and people's feelings get hurt and people do kill themselves over bullying. And, and they made me an example of that. And that's okay. I'll, I'll take that. Um, and it was shitty how, how it happened, but alcohol was involved and there was a big lead up, which wasn't shown. And, then they just show her crying and make us look like we're laughing about it in the back. So, yeah, it's shitty, but well, fuck it. It happened, you know? It is what it is. It's the challenge. And well, well, um, I, don't, I don't want anyone to think that I'm a bully. I didn't intend on throwing that, that luggage to be mean or a bully. It's just kind of happened in the moment. And since then, um, I have not talked to Kaylee until the final reckoning, which you'll see it on there and everyone online uh before all of that before anyone even knew that we were going to be partners was like why don't you apologize to kaylee blah 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 and it's like i just feel like that's so insincere to like write a message on twitter and be like hey publicly i'm sorry because at the end of the day none of those people that are watching the show are the ones that were involved in the situation it's like kaylee that deserves the sorry and i think she would deserve it in real life rather than in a generic tweet from Twitter. You know what I mean? So like everyone, I feel like was mad at me for that too, but whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm sure as soon as you got there and you saw her, you apologized and you guys made up and you guys were great. So I'm sure we'll all see You'll that see. July 10th. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Don't hold your breath, Scott. Tune in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but well said, I'm glad, I'm glad we, I'm glad we covered what? it. It sounds like, it sounds like you are apologetic for having now been attached what? to the, the, the general thing of bullying I, and the conversation I'm that's so, been brought I'm up. So, but. I'm not sorry for being a bully because I don't feel like it was a bullying situation the way they played it out to be, but I am sorry for being an asshole right? because I was an asshole in that moment. Got and it. that's, that's the end of that. Yeah. Cool. All right. And, I'm and, cool with that being the end and, of that. And, and, and I yeah. mean, I'm, and I know, I just think, I just think that like, um, Forget it. I'm not going to go into it because we've talked long <laughs> enough. Let me just remind everybody that at some point on Derek's first season, he was hit with the golf cart <laughs> with four assholes on it. Okay. Yeah. And, and look how you turned out. You now have a successful show. podcast. Yeah. Everyone likes you. You're America's <laughs> sweetheart. So it can turn around yeah. for everyone. And that's the moral of the story, folks. Yeah. I am a professional.
Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Over and out. So, Kayla, thank you so much for joining us. And we definitely have to do this again post uh, Champs versus Stars, post Final Reckoning. It's so hard to schedule these things because just when you think, oh, Champs versus Stars will be over, they're like, and to be continued, and to be continued. So can't wait to see how you <laughs> yeah. do on that, um, if, if how you were performing the other day uh, with Drake and just taking control of that team and making up for a few of his physical shortcom shortcomings is a sign of what's to come. I know a lot of people are pulling for you. So um, we will uh, touch base with you soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having hey, me, guys. It was a lot of fun. Kayla, thank you so much. You covered so much ground. I, I, we really appreciate you coming on, yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course. Of course. Appreciate All you, right, Kayla. Guys. Have a great day. Talk, talk soon. You too. Okay. The Challenge Mania shop is open. Head over to challengemania.shop today for the best way to support the podcast while looking good doing it. New designs and items added every few weeks. Maniacs, time to mobilize. Check out challengemania.shop today. All right, man, that one went all over the place. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. No fake laugh. No fake laugh from you today, huh, Scott? Well, you know what? Because I'm kind of stunned because <laughs> we, we went all over the place. We touched on a lot of stuff because Kayla's the type who has been in the thick of it on almost every season recently, you know, made the final on uh, Vendettas. Whether she makes the final or not, we know she's down to the wire here on Champs versus Stars. We see her crying and pushing people in that final reckoning trailer. So, and obviously we had that moment at the end. We spoke about about the uh, the Kaylee incident on Vendetta. So this went all over the place. She was candid as always. I thought it was a great interview. What about you, D? I I had a lot of fun with that interview. You know, for me, it's always interesting to see some of these, you know, um, some of these newer players that, have, you know, erupted with making a name for themselves for, you know, different reasons and their, you know, their different gameplay and, you know, who they're friends with and stuff like that. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, an interesting way for it's just interesting, you know, to hear about everybody and their takes. And this is why we do the podcast and this is why the podcast exists and why people like it is because we get the full story, man. You know what I mean? We haven't you, you, you hear it in, in, twi in Twitter fashion, sometimes in an Instagram live, you know, but like you, I just feel like you can't really get it like that. And I, I and I, you, I talked to you before, like I really wanted to avoid like the, the, the Cara and Kayla, you know, talk like I really dig because I just don't like it. I feel like, you know. Like, uh, like I just, you know, it just like one of those things that goes on and on, but there's so much more to these people, to these characters than just like that, you know, the, the one feud that they've had with the, that one person for, you know, feels like five years, even though it's only been like a but year. But they are you know? kind of weirdly linked. It's, it's weird. It we is. have one of them on, half the questions are about the other person. We have the other person on, half the questions about it. And we're trying, to, we're trying to separate the two. We're trying to distance your mindsets from the other. Uh, we don't want you thinking, when you hear Kayla, you think Cara. When you hear Cara, you think Kayla. That being said, folks, our next guest on Challenge Mania, and I'm not even making this up, happens to be Cara Maria. But that is not because of this. This was a, just a scheduling. Yeah. This is a coincidence yeah. because we've been dying to have Cara on since she won Vendettas. Haven't had a chance to talk to her on about that. And then clearly she has been in the news a lot lately with all the Pauly stuff. And we're going to touch on all of that next week here on Challenge Mania. But very funny. Here I am in the same breath telling you like, you know, well, stop thinking of Kayla and Cara. Well, There's one thing. So and then weird. we're going so back to weird. back. It yeah, it's so weird because like, and, and I told you, I was like, I do not want to have them back to back, you know, and we kind of went back and forth that. a little you bit. You said that. You said that. That's I didn't, true. I, and I don't, I don't, because I want everyone to hear out Kayla 
and, you know, and have time to hear her out. And I don't want it to feel like, oh, we're bringing in Kara to just kind of like... And we're not. Know, Actually, we're not bringing in Kara to talk about Kayla at all, really. It's, I mean, she might come up because of the, they're both involved in that Vendetta's finale. But what did I say to you, D? I said, D, we're crazy for letting another day go by without letting Kara hit our airwaves to respond to all this stuff in the news about her and Paulie with the Final Reckoning trailer just being re- released. So I think that's the, the call we ended up making was, hey, we know it's a bit of a, an odd scheduling choice here going from Kayla right into Kara. But um, that's the deal. Next week, Car Maria will be on the show. Start sending us your questions over on Twitter at Shot of Jaeger, at Derek MTV. He's also at Derek MTV on Instagram. I'm at Jaeger underscore Scott. And the Facebook group. Feel free to send your questions there too. Facebook.com slash Challenge Mania podcast. I mentioned it earlier the Patreon, patreon.com slash Challenge Mania bonus podcasts and content over there. Sometimes we announce guests early over there. Sometimes we exclusively go to patrons for questions. And we have contests, we have raffles, we have Meet the patrons podcast series where we interview you guys and of course we have bonus shows as well so check that out and uh see if anything uh, strikes your fancy and we'd love to have you on board and it's you guys who are keeping this podcast here on itunes 100 free and um d where are you going to be on uh june 30th you want to hang out well we, oh we're not just hanging out but we're we're gonna we're gonna create a fiasco you know a positive fiasco an all ages fiasco in uh orlando that's what we're gonna do Boom. At the Ch- Challenge Throwdown. Orlando. Challenge Throwdown hosted by Challenge Mania. That's right. We're going to be doing live interviews in the house throughout the party. That's not going to mean that it's not going to be a full-on party. Uh, it's going to be a party as well. But we're adding that dynamic to the to the event. One ticket price. Ticket price remains the same. Go to challengemania.live, and that will take you directly to the Orlando event ticket page at the challengethrowdown.com site. So uh, we'd love to see you guys in Orlando. Say hi. We're going to have some merch with us, um, and we'd love to uh, we'd love to meet the main we love to meet the patrons. We love to talk to all you guys. So continue to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Five stars. If you think we're a five-star show, we try to give you a five-star product. And uh, thank you, guys. Enjoy your weekend. This should be and a good you, one. And if you are still listening to this at the very end and you are in the Morgantown, West Virginia area, check out my uh, my buddy who's a, a, a dentist over at TLC Dental and uh, uh, Super Super Kid Dental in, uh, in uh, Saberton. So just a quick shout out. All right, man, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Boom. I'm done. And there's a few this days left. This is a two-hour podcast. This might All be right, a waste. Right. There's a few days left. If you go to omahasteaks.com and put mania in the search bar, there's a few days left to get that Father's Day package. $49.99. Everything from filet mignon to meatballs to the to the fries. It's literally, it's like, I mean, I think it's 70 pounds of food. So 78% off. Omahasteaks.com. Just put mania in the search bar, and you still got a few days left because it's a Father's Day package. And Father's Day, of course, is Sunday. So happy Father's Day to you, D. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm going to have my little boy, dude. And I couldn't I couldn't be happier, dude. I, I love that little guy. And I'm glad, um, you know, I'm glad I'm going to be having him for uh, I actually got the package. I got the whole my steaks package. I went and I bought it myself because it was like such a sweet deal. 50 bucks for a shit ton of food. And that's a shoot, folks. He really did buy that himself and didn't even ask if he had to because he didn't, but he did. <laughs> so uh, enjoy the steaks, bro. Send me some photos. Make me jealous. I'm eating uh, quinoa and kale all weekend. Huh? I'm just did you kidding. Just speak, did you just speak Spanish? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But guess what I am I mean, going to see on Saturday. Guess, guess what Lindsay and I are going to see on Saturday. Both parts of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child here on Broadway. It's the hottest ticket in New York City, folks. Now that Challenge Mania Live has happened, it's the hottest ticket here. Fresh off uh, sweeping the Tonys. We're going to see Harry Potter on Broadway. And, yeah, I'm not going to be eating quinoa in between that. It's like six hours of a Broadway show in one day. So. 
you know, I wanted to get my uh, physical therapist a uh, Harry Potter hat um, because he really is a magician. Yeah, well, that would be good if he was a wizard because oh. Harry Potter's a wizard, not a magician. But if you want to get him like a rabbit or a hat to say thank you for being a magician, that could work too. If a wizard was a whiz, then he could... Ooh, where's that from? Gosh, I don't know, but shouts just... to Chuck for whizzing in the uh, in the trailer, the uh, the challenge trailer we just saw. If you want to hear he... more about the trailer, go to patreon.com slash challengemania. Did he respond and say, I'm not pissing? No, we haven't you brought up the head. pissing yet. We've only brought that up here on the podcast, so you guys let him hear that on Twitter. Let him know. Chuck, are you <laughs> urinating, sir? Is that you? All right, buddy. Derek is the new superintendent in a large unified school district. He wanted to hold the district accountable to the same standards they hold students to, to level up and surpass expectations. So he earned a doctoral degree in education online at Grand Canyon University. Now he's taking charge and making measured improvements. What do you think preparing students for success looks like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.